It's Monday, March 28th. You're listening to the Tech Breakfast Podcast, the show that brings you delicious tech news and all the hot takes you can handle. With Tyler Gates, Russ Cantwell, and Aaron Bewley. It's episode 244. How's it going, fellas? Tasty. 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 Yeah. I get it. I get it. Um, hey, we, it's we good. probably got to talk about, you know, Let's did anyone it. see anybody famous smack another person in the face who's also famous I mean, on TV last night and like I mean, not I get did, arrested? Did. Was a it was a it was a healthy full palm smack. Yeah, it was a it was definitely an open hand yeah. smack. It could have been worse. It could have been a backhand. That uh maybe right. that one you get charges for. But here's the thing that I I feel about the entire situation. One grown man does not press charges on another grown man for a slap. That don't that was the strongest that... argument I saw on Twitter last night. <laughs> <laughs> was, was for the man who got slapped. So I think Seriously, Chris right? is doing it well. The way it was stated, the way I read it was, uh, men born before 1990 don't press charges for this. <laughs> That's hilarious. 100%. Uh, that... I mean, it. I, I got to argue that that's probably true. But honestly, and this is just like the disdain for social media followings and just the the clout that famous people have, especially with the amount of connectivity people have to them these days. But my first thought was they totally staged this. And they're both absolutely rock star actors so they sold it all the way beginning to end, like saying offensive stuff, walking on stage, full open palm smack to the, you know, the screaming from the seats. It could totally not be. But I'm going to reserve judgment for a little while to make sure this yeah. isn't just a big media stunt because we're still talking about it. And right. I didn't even know the Oscars were happening last night until <laughs> Same. that happened. Same. It's killing it. Even if it wasn't staged this year, it will be next year. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to go out on a limb and uh, and I'm willing to be wrong about this. I do not believe this was staged. If we find out later that it that it was then so be it two great actors have fooled me I'm good with it sure. but uh, I do not believe it was staged. <clears throat> it was uh it was pretty juicy. I mean it was solid. Yeah. But here's here's the thing that a lot of people don't emotional. recognize. That's, that. that's my vote <laughs> as well. I'm going to go ahead and yeah, I'm going to early judgment say it was not staged. Here's the thing. I've seen some people say things like, well, if that was a random person, Chris Rock would press charges. Maybe. But here's the thing. If one of you walked up and slapped me, there would definitely not be some form of like legal repercussion because we know sure. each other, just like Will and Chris do. I don't, I mean, I think it's yes, different. I probably would have laughed someone at knows too. Someone else. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's different yeah. when it's a random person on the street that walks over and clocks you. It just the way this is the way I see it. So I'm not saying that this was like two boys just, you know, being boys and, you know, getting in a fight. It was obviously different, but I don't know. I just think that there's an element of like, you know, I've fought my brother before. I've never pressed charges on him. That's it's the way I see it personally. But I, I do not believe it was staged. But, you know, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Sorry. It's happened before. Yeah. Happened no, and like I said, it's the skeptic in me. What what little I saw about it certainly made it seem like it was it was a pretty uh, heated moment. I gotta say, if it's not staged, though, it's a weird reaction um, to very publicly assault somebody. From like a mental moral perspective, the emotions made a lot of sense. But what are you really trying to say by walking up on stage and assaulting somebody doing it? Yeah, I'm using that word very intentionally, very divisively. I'm not saying that Chris Rock should 
press charges for for being smacked, especially you know after he sort of predicated it. But it's also a really bad look to go smack somebody in the face for making a an, an off color joke, and it's partic- that's particularly true in my mind when a comedian does it, right? Because mm. lots of sketch work from comedians is not i mean it, it it can be very directly offensive sometimes like they will they will dig intentionally like the self burns and stuff like that tend to play really well but there are there are often sort of like deprecating humor that's targeted towards someone else now maybe i inappropriately made the assumption that there was either like a little bit of friendship that was going on uh, between actors in a stage like that where where there was specific commentary about another person like they assume they're friends at home or they work together and it was like yeah okay that's pretty offensive but eh, you know we know each other haha he's always been a prankster but it's it's a pretty bad precedent to set that if somebody disses you or your family or your sister or your mom or whatever it is then slapping him in the face is an appropriate response yeah and so we, 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 need, we need to move on from this. But I just want yes, to state that precedent <laughs> was set like 350 million years ago. So this isn't new. So I just think we need to move on. We do need to move uh, on. I'm happy okay. to move on. But before we eat too much of our tech news podcast, <clears throat> this is true. This. Okay. Today, this day in tech help? history, March 28th, it's also my grandmother's birthday. She turned 84 today. Happy birthday, birthday, Grandma. Grandma. Happy birthday. All right. Uh, okay, this day in history. Nuclear disaster at Three Mile Island. Happened at 4 a.m., but you have to tell me the, the, the year. You know, the date, March 28th. The worst accident in the history of the U.S. nuclear power industry begins when a pressure valve in the Unit 2 reactor at Three Mile Island fails to close. Cooling water contaminated with radiation drained from the open valve into adjoining buildings, and the core began to dangerously overheat. Literally no idea. Yeah, I had no idea either. I'm going to, I'm going to a 64. So I got 77. 79. Nice. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's let's uh, let's move on. All right. Uh, uh, I want to add one here. I want to add a, um, uh, a guessing game thing, Majigger. Okay. So one of the articles I found from Science Direct. Science. Said a certain percentage of jobs in the United States can be performed entirely at home. What percentage do you believe that is from this singular study? Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to go with like gonna, 22. It's a, no, it's over 50%. Yeah. No, see, I, I think I think you're overweighing the jobs that you've had in your life, but I think you need mm-hmm. to remember that the number one employed position in the United States is still truck driver, and you can't do that from home. And then nursing can't be done from home. And I'm pretty there sure are the eight, government is our number one uh, largest employer. They're the number one employer. All of those could happen you, at home. Yes. Uh, government jobs, eh, maybe a lot of those are physical security or or require certain certain. Uh, actually, they have regulations that wouldn't. No, allow they don't them do anything, so they could just sit at home and watch TV. Ouch. Anyways, <laughs> I'm sticking with it. I'm I'm gonna go maybe maybe thirty percent, but I'm thinking a little under. That's my guess. I'm gonna say fifty-one percent. I like okay. it. Okay. May have to do some math here. Wait, it doesn't give it a percentage. It's thirty-seven percent. So which one of you is closer? Ooh. What did he say? Thirty-one. 
I don't. I use like under thirty <laughs> percent. So I, I, like, <laughs> I said under thirty. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, if it's so, twenty nine, I think he wins. <laughs> but if it's like well, twenty one, what was my what was my 30. first twenty? I said twenty something. I don't remember Ooh, what it okay, was because I was fourteen I away. Whatever. We have to we'll give the tape. Out. We're gonna call it a tie, and then we can check the tape, and the audience can decide who won. Uh, but it was thirty seven percent of the jobs in the United States can be performed entirely at home. Uh, jobs that can be done at home typically pay more. Lower income economies have a lower share of jobs that can be done at home. So that was kind of the uh, yeah. the way this this is a I mean this is a well, science journal, so it's like three hundred exactly pages like, though, too. of stuff. So it's intense. Yeah. It's the I mean you think about every barista has to be in in a shop. Every wait staff individual needs to be in the physical place where that's being done. The, all of the, the gig economy delivery stuff requires you to leave your house. And there are a lot more of those jobs than there are of your job, Aaron. Right. Um, so that's, that's, yeah, no, I'm, I was I'm taking that into account. I just, I genuinely thought that the majority of the work that could be done here in the U S could be done from home. So I said 51%. Okay. We, we have to get to tech news, but there's another one. Have y'all heard about the, uh, the, are there more doors or wheels in the world? Have you heard this question? No, um, I'm going I haven't to heard say, I haven't heard any solidly convincing arguments one way or the other. Wait, what? So there's no answer to this question? Well, there is an answer, bro. There's more doors or there's more wheels. Uh, okay. Gonna, well, the answer what is there are more doors. Yeah, what <laughs> constitutes a wheel, though? Does it have to a be wheel. like the wheel? Uh, okay, wheel on a train. Is a ball bearing a wheel? Uh, a, I would say are a ball BB's is not wheels? a wheel. I would, say, I would say a ball is not there a wheel. There are many vehicles. That use spherical wheels. Why are balls not wheels? <laughs> Name a vehicle that uses spherical. You got to bound it. Tell, tell me. Give me a give me a vehicle that uses a spherical wheel. Uh, they they make a lot of specialized equipment that does that because you can use Name any, it. any different. <laughs> Name I don't Tyler. remember the names. Go. You're Google finding the military. most. You're finding <laughs> the most insane niche use case. Just a wheel. Like a wheel is a wheel. Like like the Amazon. Okay, shipping, so so ball bearings. Uh, are tell me the right? answer. <laughs> but answer me answer, first. Russ. Are casters wheels? Yes, casters are wheels. Okay, so casters are wheels. So hey, but but your refrigerator door is a door. Yes. Your are garage fly door wheels is a door. wheels. Are are yeah. gears wheels? It's a yes. It's a wheel. Okay, so gears are wheels. A ball is not uh, a wheel. Spherical wheels are not I'm wheels. Balls cannot be wheels. Uh, ball bearings, no answer. Nobody wants to to get in on that one. Um. Yeah, I think if you're going to count gears, then 100% wheels. If you're not counting gears uh, because you've arbitrarily drawn the line between a flywheel and, and other kinds of gears, then... Uh, uh, I didn't then, draw yeah, a line between them. I would say a flywheel is still a wheel. No, no, I know. But but oh, if okay. a gear is a wheel, then gears... Absolutely, there are more gears in the world than, than there are doors. I'm sticking with it. There's probably okay. more gears what about all watch the... than there are doors in the world. <laughs> <laughs> more gears and a watch than there are doors. One watch. One watch. <laughs> well, yeah, but people are like, well, think about it. Just pick a house. Like, there are so many doors. There's so many cabinets, kitchen, bathroom. I mean, everything, right? Garage okay, so door, cabinets or doors? Still, I didn't even get to that. But if, yes, but cabinets or doors. If you're counting everything gears, that's a door, probably... bro. A refrigerator door. Okay, like the so back, I probably like the, have 400,000 wheels on the in my office. 
every every wheel that lets my drawers slide out there are at least four per drawer usually more if we're counting ball bearings then there's probably eighteen thousand in my office i want to know how we ball get bearings, bro. to the end of this ball, conversation <laughs> i want to know you aaron know you what? started this i want to know Cabinet how you plan on getting door, tyler off of this conversation <laughs> All right, Russ, you and I go. What we just start talking door? about else. Do you have what to walk through a door? A door? So, no, a hinge. A hinge. Why do they call like, them cabinets? Device. Why don't they just call them upper doors? Because some of them are lower. Why? Okay, like, so why don't they call those lower doors? doors? <laughs> upper doors, lower doors, normal doors. Okay. Anyway, brain teaser, right? Like but ball it's, bearings it, aren't wheels. Correct, make sure bro, we got back to that. All right, let's okay. All right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, all right, what tech news do we have here? Uh, do we want to talk about LinkedIn? There's a bunch of stuff coming out. Researchers are finding thousands of LinkedIn profiles using computer generated faces with fully manufactured, uh, you know, resume history and all this kind of stuff. Some of them saying fake news, right? Fake accounts, fake news, fake. I, I don't understand why this is even. Why this is a thing? Why do people do this? AI generated faces, or I don't know. Whatever. Okay, I guess we don't need to talk about that. You guys don't have this a quick reaction on that. Exist. No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> One thing um, I'll tell you sort of drives me. I mean, we've talked about this before. I think the um, you know the scam the scammers videos on YouTube, which are probably the best YouTube videos that exist. Um, the whole industry of like scamming. I'm going to throw fake news into that as well for like mm -hmm. the people who come from other countries or digitally to try and manipulate something in another country that goes for us as well. Doing it in another. Country. Oh no, they're drumming up sales. <laughs> so I was reading into the article more. Well, that. it it's drives fake. me crazy. It's like AI lead generation. Sorry, go ahead. Hey, well, I was just saying it drives me crazy. The, the amount of things that we as humans do, I'm collectively putting all humans into this to try and trick the other humans for our own gain. It drives me insane. Yeah, the dude. amount of things it, I just, I just can't wrap my head around living my life every day to try and figure out how to just get someone to illegitimately give me something. You know what I mean? Like it, I just don't, in the amount of like the amount of work that goes into it around the world is insane to me. So when I think of things like deep fakes, I've thought about this from the standpoint of how big of a problem it's going to be just because of we already have issues with all sorts of other technology being used to scam people. That's going to be even more difficult, I think, for the average human to deal with, especially with some some crazy articles I've read recently about some I'm not going to say it out loud, but just some horrible. Actually, you know what I am? Just to tell other people, there's some scamming that goes on where people will call you, and they will they will pretend to have kidnapped your child, and have like the a, you know a fake actor pose as some child voice saying, "Mommy, Daddy, help me." First Dude, of all, terrible. It, it is terrible. And this is like a thing that a human woke up in the morning and was like, hey, this might yeah. be a good business idea. And, and then found a whole bunch of other people to also agree with them that it was a good business idea. So first off, just so everyone knows, first thing you should probably do is throw out a fake name 
Like if they had my daughter, I'd be like, oh my gosh, you have Cecilia? They'd be like, yes, we have Cecilia. It's like, cool, my daughter's name is Kate, right? It's like those, <coughs> those types of things are, are kind of what they're doing is like you in a panic, you say your kid's name and then they start using it and it starts to feel more real to the point of they've actually fooled law enforcement. So it's just a, like the fact that people will go through and do this stuff. Well, deep fakes, I think are going to be unbelievably problematic to the point of, I don't know the, the real solution, but the first one I thought of was like, I think you need to, I think you need to possess a license to like use this type of stuff. That way we can like try yeah, and verify an if certain things are, are real. Like does this source have a license for the thing that they're doing? Right. And if the answer is no, it starts to, you know, help out yeah. figuring this stuff out. So I don't know. Some I don't, idea. Anyways, stuff drives me crazy yeah. and I think about it all the time. Yeah. I don't necessarily want to chase the the license thing, but but it's an interesting, I don't know. I'd like to think of ways of, of solving this. But in reading this article more, it just it basically said, and they're not using it in nefarious purposes, but it's just weird because it says by using fake profiles, companies can cast a wide net online without beefing up their own sales staff or hitting LinkedIn's limit on messages. So instead they create the all these fake profiles that are fake people that work for them that then reach out to all of these other people from direct message connections and just say, hey, uh, you know, have you I've been trying to reach you about your extended car warranty or whatever, you know what I mean? And it's it's working. Hate it. Spirit of the rule. We've Isn't talked about weird? this before as well. Spirit of the rule. If you're having to do something to get around the the rules that are in place, what you're doing is not cool. So stop yeah. doing it. Hate it. Yeah. Demand for online sales leads exploded during the pandemic as it became hard for sales teams to pitch their products in person. It says more than 70 businesses were listed as employers on these fake profiles. Anyway. Wow. Uh, it's weird. LinkedIn we, might have we, a... We, uh, we all deal in sales and <clears throat> I think it was... I don't know. wasn't more difficult to, you know, work through our process legitimately. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. let's move cool. on. Moving on. I'm over yeah, it. Moving on. Uh, uh, I have the first me. thing. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Do it. Hit it. New EU law could require iMessage and WhatsApp to work with other smaller platforms. Go. Okay. What do you think? I like where this is headed, but I have a lot of questions. Yeah, uh, I have a lot of questions as well. There's not a lot of answers um, in okay. here. I'll give you the I'll give you the context of like here's like a quote from it, or I guess it's not a quote. I guess it is. well it is. It's the EU statement specifically, so it's not someone coming out and telling you what went on in the meeting. It's uh, from the overall meeting during a close to eight hour long trialogue, three way talks between Parliament, Council, and Commission. Thanks for the definition there. EU lawmakers <clears throat> agreed that the largest messaging services such as WhatsApp. Facebook Messenger, or iMessage will have to open up and interoperate with smaller messaging platforms if they so request. It's funny that they didn't say with each other. Users of a small or big of your of big platforms would then be able to exchange messages and files or make, oh, this is tough, make video calls across messaging apps, thus giving them more choice as regards interoperability obligation for social networks, co-legislators agreed that such interoperability provisions will be assessed in the future. Uh, so this is more than just messages. I mean, this is like yeah. full on everything, which I'll tell you, uh, I struggle a little bit with. Uh, I like I'm all for like 
a new messaging standard like RCS, which we've talked about before, rich communication yeah. services, being I think the that's what we need, back for we a new standard. Sorry. I agree. We need a new standard. And, and I, cause I don't want to preclude, I'll use iMessage cause it's popular. I don't want to preclude iMessage from being able to have distinct advantages when communicating with other iMessage users. I think that should be perfectly fine. I just believe that in 2022 and beyond base level functions of sending and receiving messages and like multimedia messages like pictures and videos should be moved to a higher standard and in group messages should be better and like the stuff that's like the base level things that become part of our everyday lives and we have a way to do it called rcs which i've had a lot of arguments with a lot of people over but i think that they should have a fail back to be able to work with those if i say you know if they're going to have a fail back i say that because you know uh what's it called whatsapp doesn't have the ability to use SMS or MMS. And I'm not sure that we should require them to have to do that because they're sort of limiting themselves by making it to where only WhatsApp can talk with only WhatsApp. iMessage and Facebook Messenger both have the ability. What? What was that? I don't know. I don't think he was talking to us. Oh, Uh, you know, Facebook Messenger and iMessage both have the ability to communicate in a 1990s SMS and MMS protocol. And I believe that for those types of failback where that messenger is also a cross-platform messenger, we should move to you know, a more up-to-date standard, which is available today in RCS. It is not perfect, but it is much better than SMS. And MMS. And that's yeah. what I believe that we should have to do. I don't think that iMessage and WhatsApp, you know, should have to necessarily have to talk to each other. But for anything that is cross-platform, like iMessage is, meaning it, you know, it will talk to another SMS, you know, app or client. I think it should have to support a more modern standard. That that's what I believe. So that's I guess it's like I, I half agree with them, I guess, more than I fully agree with them. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. My uh, with my headset, I lost audio on my other system. Oh no! Hopefully this mic. Welcome sound. back. Nah, it'll be all right. Yeah, so I missed. Might have to reintroduce yourself, though. Well, the the um the the main crux of what I was saying is that I basically half agree with them, and that was for for messaging platforms that are they have a cross platform function, meaning that they essentially work with uh. SMS, MMS, that's a more universal standard, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Those those should be updated to a more modern standard. Like, so that, I like, I don't think that iMessage and WhatsApp need to be able to communicate with each other because WhatsApp doesn't have that ability. Like, the only way that you can communicate with WhatsApp is with WhatsApp or technically a bridge function, which we don't have to go into detail on. But the... For iMessage, that's not the case. iMessage, you can communicate with iMessage, but that same application also runs SMS or MMS to talk to other SMS and MMS clients. I think gotcha. that anything that fails back to a standard like SMS slash MMS, which is from the 90s, should be updated to support something like RCS. It doesn't have to be RCS. I just think yeah. that's the most developed standard that we have today. Like, for instance, I use RCS well, almost every single day. the spirit day. of the law? Is the spirit of the law to allow smaller players to enter the market? 
The way it says here, Spirit of the Law, which I love, by the way, it, it sounds to me like the specific idea here is to let them work with smaller messaging services. That's that's the words okay. that they use. That that's what I'm that's what I'm gathering. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know where they draw that line. Like what is small? Yeah. It's a relative measure. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think they admit yeah. they intend to leave those vague while they're working from home because they have government jobs. <laughs> I don't know. I like yeah, where they're going in general. I just I just wish they would focus yeah. more on updating <laughs> a old standard that is still used. That way that way, you know, your messaging platform can still have its advantages. Because we don't need to necessarily make everything the same. That wouldn't make sense. Yeah. Um, I, know, I, 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 I don't like that. <laughs> I just realized Tyler is still sending me examples mm -hmm. in the TDP chat of spherical wheels. Oh my <laughs> we god! Lost we lost the thousand wheels versus doors. Yep. <laughs> and I, I understand why people wow. argue about wheels versus doors now. Cabinets aren't doors. Cabinets are they are doors. Cabinets are one hundred percent doors. If you're going to point to these <laughs> spherical wheels and, or balls and tell me that they're wheels, fine. Yes, okay. I you, I agree now. Hey, that's still great. such a small percentage. So, so if bearings are wheels, no, you don't get then to it's say definitely wheels. <laughs> <laughs> I just needed us to get there. Okay. So this is this. I like this. Is a new fun internet argument for me to get into. This is a this okay. is a fun Fermi problem. Only it's definitely not doors. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you you might have me convinced with the gears aspect. <laughs> That's the strongest argument I've heard so far. If I if you couple that plus like the the sliding um, what do they call those like the the sliding ramps, the package distribution facilities, like one ramp has a million and a half wheels a on it, a million of those little wheels, yeah, which which are just bearings, by the way. That's why, <laughs> why we have the distinct. It's, it's why wheels. I need that distinction because, like, if bearings are wheels, which I, right. I think I would argue they are, there are usually like hundreds of them in in like drawer mechanisms and stuff like that. So it, it would quickly make it like a no brainer. And then if you discount so your bearings, argument, sure, then it's your argument is that every door has wheels, and then there are wheels <laughs> separate from doors. Lots of doors, lots of doors are going to have wheels, right? Most doors with a round knob handle or anything else is going to have some kind of wheel in that mechanism. Not all of them. Sure. A lot of them are going to have those little bearings that sit on top that actually hold them in place. Not not usually doors at home, but they're they're all very right, common in lots of little applications. I'm just saying, you got to be specific. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. I think we have two minutes left here. Three minutes left. What else? What else uh, do y'all see? What else is going on? Oh my gosh! What what is going on? I kind of went down a rabbit hole there. Not gonna lie. Not kind of. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. Russ, you seeing anything else good out there, man? I'm seeing. Uh, I mean, I have a I have a lot of stuff. Mediocre uh, Apple news. Like here, here's oh. an interesting one. Um, mediocre Apple news. Like the fruit. Or yeah, the like the 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 <laughs> the top news on tech meme and on Google News technology is about the the slightly larger camera bump on the iPhone 14. Like, who cares? Oh, that's how you know that there's bigger. just not enough going on in the world. Uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah that's, when all uh, your online companies are fake and your arguments are centered around whether or not cabinets are doors and bearings are wheels, we <laughs> care about the bump on an iPhone. Enough for right. a trend. Let's talk about cyber roaches. Um, skip yes. Okay, what right now? Yeah, cyber roaches. That's right. Okay, 
from uh, from one of my favorite uh, paid news subscriptions, The Economist. I highly recommend it. This is not a paid ad. Uh, roboticized <laughs> insects may search collapsed buildings for survivors. That's awesome. Oh, that is so cool. That is so cool. Yeah, I'll, put, I'll put a link in the chat. Uh, the picture of it is pretty wild because it literally is like a roach with a chip on it. I don't know if that's really what they're talking about or if someone just found this on the internet whenever they were trying to make the article dude look up uh, look up inflatable you can, you can see the picture oh, there I, that's <laughs> yeah. awesome. inflatable robots as well for well what i'm thinking people. about right now is if i'm trapped in like debris from like a building falling over and then i see this swarm of roaches coming at me i am terrified like i'm getting visions yeah. of the mummy happening right Artifact now of man. all of this stuff coming oh, through i get saved so i don't know Yikes. i'll be terrified in the moment when the scarab like went in his skin <laughs> yeah that was one of the that creepiest was things ever i remember as a kid anyway inflatable robots yes inflatable robots Wow. Uh, yeah, cool. Yeah, they're like real. Like Big Hero 6. Uh, so I don't know actually what comes up when you search for it. But there's ones, they're basically like worms, right? So they inflate them. And ah, the, 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 the mechanism to keep a camera on the end of it as it inflates and extends out is super interesting. Plus this must be. It weave its way through. It can weave its way through rubble and it can get punctured cool. and it still maintains pressure and it can still move. It's super cool. This is interesting. Is the cool. first thing I found came up from IEEE Spectrum, and it actually looks like it's from BYU. Maybe we need to have Daniel on here to talk about inflatable robots. I believe he attended BYU. Uh, uh, yeah, there it like... on YouTube. The unstoppable robot, or this unstoppable robot could save your life. That's pretty cool looking. What is the purpose of these again? These inflatable well, robots? Again, like search and Saving rescue. People? They can send cameras rescue, yeah, it sounds like... through, through areas to find, I mean, that, that literally just like you know, only a mouse could fit through or a digitized cockroach or whatever that was. Oh, this thing's huge, though, that I found. I mean, this thing looks <laughs> like, uh, this looks like a, yeah. uh, what's that, that like boxing game that kids used to play? Like, you had plastic robots. Punch out? Uh, oh, no. Oh, yeah. You're talking about the ones where they like pop their rock little heads sock up. Robots. Rock rock sock sock robots. Nice. This looks like an inflatable rock'em sock'em robot that I just found. So I, this doesn't look like a search and rescue type of thing. I'll throw, throw it in the chat. Uh, but it does look interesting. That is for sure. NASA funded oh, inflatable yeah, robots are safe in space. That's what it, uh, that was what it looks like. But the, the qualifier is if we can control them. So <laughs> let's not, let's not send robots. We can't control into space because they may come back and uh, be on a mission against us for all I can tell. But apparently inflatable robots exist in multiple forms because Beely had one example and I had one that are completely yeah. different. Very so different. inflatable robots definitely becoming a thing. So are sure. roboticized roaches or bugs, insects, whatever you want to call them. It sounds terrifying. Uh, but there's a lot of news about that out there in the world today. There's also an autonomous nanomachines inspired by nature are being created. That's how we get gray goo. Wait, what? what? 
You guys have never heard of that. One of the Newtonian um, fluids, uh, or what are we talking about? No, no, no. One of one of the early fears with uh, self-replicating nano robots is that they would start making themselves, and they would never stop because it's all they were programmed to do. And so the world would be covered in gray goo. And so gray goo uh, is often referenced when you start talking about any uh, newfangled, uh, especially self-replicating nanotechnology. Ah, so, so it's like Skynet for. So yeah, yeah. Nanotechnology. Exactly, exactly. It's exactly. the it's the gray goo problem. How do you stop them from making themselves when they can make themselves from a blade of grass? Ah. You don't. <laughs> okay, I'm convinced. So at least the call was worth it. I'm convinced there's now more wheels than there are doors. So somebody can give me a better argument. I got Shut there. it down because I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. Uh, there's definitely more doors. I'm not gonna argue it. Oh, jeez, he's so wrong. It's weird to end on a wrong note, but that's how it works, because that's the end of today's Tech Breakfast podcast. Thanks for joining us. We had a blast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thanks for sharing with your friends, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday. Bye.